Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking news right now at 6 a.m. We are learning new information about a deadly motorcycle crash on I-440. And police in Rocky Mount cleared the scene of a shooting just about 90 minutes ago. And you don't need your heaviest winter coat this morning as our temperatures are milder. I'll show you how quickly we'll warm on up into the 80s today. It's still more likely than not that we will see a, a recession here in the United States. We'll get new data today on the effort to control inflation in the U.S. Why economic experts say it is pushing us even closer to a recession. We'll closely be watching those numbers for you to explain what they mean. But we're going to like these numbers weather-wise. How about 80 degrees for a high, right, with low humidity? Sign me up. Hello, everyone. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Thanks for making us part of your Wednesday here as we get things started. Yeah, sign me up as well for that. <laughs> Sold for 80 degrees. Beautiful. Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRO Severe Weather Center right now. We are in the middle of a nice trend here. Beautiful weather in our forecast for the next couple of days. We take a live look at Zebulon this morning. This is their historic town hall. Beautiful, clear skies out there for us this morning. Pretty stars, a little bit of a moon earlier. It is 49 degrees officially at the airport. And you noticed the warm up yesterday afternoon. I'm Sure, that's because our wind finally shifted to southwesterly, so it's pulling all that warmth up from the south. So it feels nice out there this morning. Right now it's 50 in Roxborough. It's 46 in Goldsboro, 44 in Clinton and Fayetteville, 50 degrees in Southern Pines. And those temperatures are running a good bit warmer than normal in some places. It's not as big a change around Fayetteville and Clinton, but it's 20 degrees warmer in Southern Pines and 18 degrees warmer in Roxborough than it was this time yesterday. Hour by hour, beautiful lunch hour, 73 degrees right there at noon, and we'll see that high of 80 degrees. We'll copy and paste this for tomorrow, but I'm still tracking rain over the weekend. I'll show you which day looks the wettest. Coming up, Brian. Elizabeth, 601 right now. Just check with Raleigh 911, and it looks like that disabled vehicle out on 40 eastbound around Chapel Hill Road likely has cleared by this point, not seeing any delays uh, as you head through that area on the sensors. Elsewhere around the Triangle, we're also nice and quiet. In Durham, Chapel Hill, and Hillsboro, all your major routes are clear. A live look at Cary at US 1 and 64 at Tryon Road with northbound traffic heading away from us. No delays this morning from 55 and Apex all the way up to I-40 in Raleigh. We're tracking breaking news in Rocky Mount. Police have a neighborhood covered in crime tape after an overnight shooting. It happened on Amos Street after 11 p.m. Michael Grace is at the Rocky Mount Police Station from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. Michael, what have you been able to learn? Well, Renee, police have said that one person was shot. They were taken to the hospital. I'm still working to learn more about their condition. I've also asked police if they have anybody in custody at this time, and I was told that that part is still developing. But WRAL was the only crew on scene, and this is what it looked like at around 2.30 in the morning. You can see that entire intersection was blocked off. The other thing that jumps out to you is just how many evidence markers there were in the street. There was evidence markers there in the grass and investigators doing a thorough search of that crime scene, even looking in one of the trash cans 
at one point. Now, they did their final comb at around 4.20 this morning before wrapping up that scene, but they are going to continue this investigation, even though that crime scene has cleared. And again, still working with investigators to learn more about the condition of that person who was shot and if they have anybody in custody at this time. Live in Rocky Mount, Michael Grace, WRAL News. We also have breaking news. We're following two motorcycle crashes on the Raleigh Beltline. One person is dead, another is facing charges. And we're working to learn if those two incidents are connected. We start with the deadly crash on I-440, where troopers spent hours at the scene near Wake Forest Road, clearing out just after 1 this morning. WRO's Laura Levine is in Raleigh with what we know about this crash overnight. Laura? Yeah, Jeff, a very busy night for troopers. A state highway patrol here has confirmed the name of the person who died. That motorcycle driver was Sean Lazier from Raleigh. Now, we are working this morning to learn what led up to that crash. Get a look at some of this video from the scene overnight. You can see several emergency crews responding, and our crews on the scene saw that motorcycle that was crashed and heavily damaged. This happened on the westbound lanes of I-440 near the Wake Forest exit around 11 p.m. Troopers say the motorcyclist hit a guard rail and I-440 was shut down for several hours. That portion of the interstate has since reopened and this morning we will continue to push for, for, push for some more answers and bring you the latest information we learned from this accident. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Thanks, Laura. And also around the same time as that crash, troopers arrested a motorcyclist after a chase. They say the driver was doing 80 in a 30 mile per hour zone right near Carolina Country Club. Troopers say they chased that motorcyclist right along Glenwood Avenue until the driver lost control and crashed near the ramp onto I-440. That person faces charges of reckless driving. This morning, police are asking witnesses to come forward after an SBI agent shot and killed a man at an Apex shopping center. Officers cleared the scene at the Academy Sports Outdoor off US-64 just after 10 last night after more than nine hours. Police say the SBI agent confronted a man and woman accused of stealing ammunition from the store. At some point, the agent fired, killing the man. Our team saw a gun on the ground. We're told it belonged to the man who was shot. Investigators say witnesses will be crucial to figuring out what happened. And of course, we would caution if anybody, you know, was there that did see anything that left before we were able to get there, talk with them. Uh, we would definitely ask them to, to reach out to us. But there there were some people in the parking lot. You know, I don't know what they saw, what they didn't see. The SBI agent was on duty at the time. Investigators have not released that agent's name nor the name of the man who died. Parents happening today, your child's school start time and how you feel about changing it. We'll get a first look in Wake County. The District Student Achievement Committee will look at the results of a survey on changing the bell schedule. One option has high schools starting as late as 915 to help students get more sleep. Students, parents and staff appear to favor pushing back the start times for middle and high schools but shared concerns about after-school activities and work schedules. No decisions will be made on this until at least next year. In just a few hours, after 8.30 this morning, we'll get a clearer picture of where inflation stands as our nation's central bank weighs yet another interest rate hike. The Consumer Price Index for March will show where prices stand for gas, groceries, and other day-to-day -day items. Economists think today's report will show inflation is slowing down from last month but not enough. Most believe it will signal to the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates for a 10th consecutive time in an effort to get inflation under control. Some worry that could cause a recession. Given how 
high inflation is, how long it's been elevated, so the, the potential that it becomes entrenched, it's still more likely than not that we will see a, a recession here in the United States. And our expectation is that probably comes somewhere in the back half of this year. The Fed is set to make a decision on interest rates next month. This morning, a student is facing charges linked to threats at Lee County High School. Sheriff's Office says it's filed juvenile petitions on six counts of communicating threats of mass violence and one count for a threat against a school resource officer. Deputies say the student called in a bomb threat to Lee County High School yesterday, prompting a lockdown. They think the same student is also responsible for threats dating back to last month. The student's name is not being released because of that person's age. Today, the family of a Hope Mills teenager shot and killed by a police officer will respond to a district attorney's decision not to file charges. Attorneys for the family of Nisanto Crenshaw are speaking at 2 p.m. in Greensboro. A 17-year-old was shot during a traffic stop last August. Investigators say Crenshaw was driving a stolen vehicle and hit a police car as he tried to get away. Crenshaw's family says deadly force was not necessary because he was only driving about five miles per hour. They've already filed a federal lawsuit against the city of Greensboro. The police chiefs of Raleigh, Durham and Chapel Hill are showing their support today for a new effort to get more women involved in law enforcement. The three chiefs, who are all women, will join Congresswomen Deborah Ross and Valerie Fushi to announce a bill. It would create a task force to recommend hiring standards for women in law enforcement. The goal would be to keep them from being put at a disadvantage in the hiring or promotion process. Right now, only 12% of police officers in the U.S. are women. Today's announcement is at 1 in Durham. 6.08 right now to Wednesday. Parents express their concern about the attention Wake County schools are paying to security. The new measure the board did approve to address school safety. I guess God wanted me to fight, so I started punching it. I started punching it as hard as I could. A man who survived a vicious shark attack shares his story. The quick thinking, he says, saved his life. And you don't need your big winter coat this morning. Temperatures are milder. A couple of beautiful days. But of course, wouldn't you know, we hit the weekend. And once again, we have rain in the forecast. I'll show you which day looks the wettest. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Six eleven, a beautiful sunrise. It's not as cold as it was this time yesterday, so you can leave your big puffy coats at home. Look at that, so pretty out there. Just a little high thin cloud cover that's going to make for some really pretty colors here in about the next ten or fifteen minutes. It's a cool start this morning. Temperatures are in the mid forties to low fifties, but yesterday we were seeing temperatures down into the thirties. So it's a it's a nice warm up compared to yesterday. School day forecast: not feeling bad this morning. Jacket would be great. The kids are going to want their shorts and t-shirts this afternoon. At lunchtime, seventy three, and as uh, kids are coming home, temperatures are going to be right around 80 degrees. So a lovely day today. We'll copy and paste that again tomorrow with lots of sunshine. And we have a nice southwesterly wind that continues to bring the warmth in. But just in time for the weekend, a low will bring some showers for Friday. I'll show you the timeline coming up. Brian? 
Weather and traffic every 10 minutes, and here at 612, we're taking a look at those live sensors. No crashes showing up anywhere, but we are noticing a little bit of a backup already on 40 westbound right around the Clayton Bypass. We'll get an update on that coming up in just a little bit. I want to take you to Durham, check in on those major approaches into the Bull City this morning, coming in from Raleigh on 40 westbound. No delays from Wade Avenue all the way out toward 885. And if you're heading in from Chapel Hill into South Durham on 40 eastbound, we're looking good from 15501 all the way out to the Durham Freeway, Jeff. Thanks, Brian. Pay raises are a priority for the Wake County Public School Superintendent. Caddy Moore released her proposed budget for the upcoming school year. It's her last one before retiring this summer. Moore's plan totals more than $2 billion, and it includes $55 million more for employee raises than it does last year. Non-certified staff, like bus drivers, would get a minimum wage increase of $17. That's the top out for, per hour. And parents shared concern about one missing item in all this and its security improvements. Safety protocols should be at the forefront of the annual budget. Children are the most important thing and we have to protect them. The Board of Education did approve a new visitor management system last night, which would provide a quick background check for anyone visiting schools. The board hopes to approve the budget by May 2nd. And a big note for families at Wake County Public Schools, the traditional calendar will not be changing in 2024. The school board approved calendars for, last, for the year last night and kept the first day of school at August 27th. They were considering pushing up that date to August 7th, which is earlier than the state law allows right now. The board will revisit that option if that changes. The chair of the House Judiciary Committee, Republican Jim Jordan, is responding to a lawsuit against him. It comes from the same district attorney pursuing criminal charges against former President Donald Trump. They use federal funds to indict a former president for no crime. And then when we want to look into it, when we want to investigate, they take us to court. Jordan is referring to the accusations made by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Bragg's lawsuit says Jordan is attempting to intimidate and attack his office's case against Trump. Jordan has subpoenaed testimony and confidential documents linked to that criminal case. He says the charges against Trump are purely political. In his lawsuit, Bragg wants to block the subpoenas. A court date is set for next Wednesday. President Biden is meeting with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak today in Belfast. Biden arrived in Northern Ireland last night as he begins a four-day trip. After meeting with Sunak today, he will give remarks on the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, which brought peace to Northern Ireland after decades of conflict. He'll then travel to Dublin, where he'll meet with the Irish president tomorrow. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, the Biden administration is taking steps to tighten emission uh, restrictions on emission standards. Uh, they just announced this this morning. Today, the EPA is proposing rule changes that could require two-thirds of all new passenger vehicles sold in the U.S. to be electric by the year 2032. Experts say transportation accounts for nearly 30 percent of all greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. And a study showed that only 12 percent percent of people would consider buying an electric vehicle. 41% say that they would not buy an electric vehicle. Uh, the EPA has come out and said they will be taking public comment before finalizing a rule. Students at NC State will have access to more resources for mental health today. A fellow student is helping to organize a resource fair in the student union this afternoon. The event comes after at least 10 student deaths on campus this past year, several of which were suicides. 
NC State recently hired eight new counselors and expanded its telehealth program. A man who survived a vicious shark attack on a popular Hawaii beach is sharing his story. This morning on Today, Mike Morita shares details of that harrowing attack. The shark attacked him while he was surfing just north of the tourist mecca of Waikiki. He lost his foot, but was able to fight to stay alive. I started to pray to God and I said, God, let this shark let go of my leg. And I was going back and forth, back and forth with it. And it didn't, it didn't let go. So I guess God wanted me to fight. So I started punching it. I started punching it as hard as I could. Morita says fellow surfers saved his life by applying a tourniquet to his right leg. You can hear more of his incredible story on today, this morning at 7 on WRAL. Meanwhile, we're getting ready for some incredible weather. If you love warmth without the humidity and a beautiful sunrise to boot, meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. Yeah, look at this one. I love this. And live view from Dick's Park across, uh, taking a look at the skyline of downtown Raleigh. And you see that beautiful glow there. We're seeing mostly clear skies this morning, and it's much warmer than it was this time yesterday. Anywhere from 5 to as much as 15 degrees warmer this morning. We're going to see a nice afternoon with temperatures in the 80s for the next couple of days. But you know what? We get to the week. Weekend. Um, and uh, I've got outdoor plans this weekend, so I keep watching this, hoping that it's, that it's going to change, but it doesn't. Um, instead, it just looks wetter and wetter for Friday. We dropped the temperature just a couple of degrees because it looks like we'll have chances for rain for much of the day on Friday. Not that it's going to rain all day, but we'll have chances all day. I'll show you the timeline for that. Saturday, it looks like we could see a few isolated showers. And then Sunday, late in the afternoon into the evening, it'll be warmer at 84. We could end up with some scattered thunderstorms with a second system that comes our way. This is the system that will start to lift northward our direction for Friday. You can see that starting to develop down there along the Gulf Coast. High pressure keeps things dry for us for the next couple of days. But we'll jump on ahead and take a look at Friday at around 8 o'clock in the morning. And you can see some scattered showers down here in the sand hills. Those will begin to lift northward during the morning commute. Likely to see some scattered showers for the end of the commute. And then certainly by lunchtime, we'll have a better chance of more widespread rain. There's noon. We're going to see waves of rain, so it won't rain all day Friday, but we'll just continue to see those bands of rain pushing through. Here's the big picture with that low as that starts to move our way. Again, here's Friday at around 8 a.m. with some scattered showers, and there again is 5 o'clock with the potential for rain continuing. You'll notice that it's a good bit lighter for us on Saturday. There's Saturday at 8 a.m. and at 5 p.m. Uh, by tomorrow, we get the high-resolution model coming in for Saturday. It doesn't start to come in until about 48 uh, to 36 hours, uh, 42 to 48 to 72 hours out. So by tomorrow, we'll begin to take a little closer look at the high-resolution uh, data for Saturday. And then right now, Sunday, it looks like this is going to be fairly late in the day when this next front comes through. It's a completely different system that comes in for Sunday. How much rainfall? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday total? Um, easily anywhere from half an inch to an inch or a little bit more. So we're going to get a, a good soaking, it looks like, over the weekend. 60% Friday, 30 Saturday, 40% chance on Sunday. We're still looking at some leftover flooding from last weekend. Minor flooding um, on the Tar River at Tarboro. It's likely to stay above flood stage until Saturday morning, but it's at minor flood stage. Minor flooding at Seven Springs as well there near Goldsboro. So just watch out if you're in those areas. We're looking at high pollen for trees and grasses. The grass pollen really started to climb again yesterday. One good thing about the rain that we could see this weekend is it could help to lower those pollen levels, and I know somebody who will be happy about that 
Brian Schrader. I think a lot of people are going to be thrilled about that. As we take a look at traffic this morning, Elizabeth, we're looking okay around the triangle. We're not picking up any crashes anywhere in Wake, Durham, or Orange County. We are watching the delays building, though, on 40 westbound, right around the Clayton Bypass. As we get an update on those sensor readings, about a three-minute backup showing up right now between 42 through the bypass. I want to take you to Fayetteville and remind you that Country Club Road is closed right around Murkison Road for some railroad work. That's going to continue through the rest of the week, and you need to consider an alternate route, maybe Shaw. Shaw Hill uh, or Shaw Mill Road to Rose Hill Road is a good alternate route to get around that closure on Country Club. Brian, thank you. Thousands of people are out of their homes this morning because of a massive warehouse fire. What may have caused it that sending a plume of toxic smoke into the air. And a Triangle business is celebrating a big milestone today. The appreciation it is showing to longtime customers on its 100th birthday. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. We'll be right back with What's Trending. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Coming up at 625 right now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going viral now for saying hasta la vista, baby, to his <laughs> latest nemesis, which is a pothole. <laughs> Brian Schrader, the Terminator, here now <laughs> with what's trending. You know, a pothole can be a difficult adversary. Yeah. Uh, Arnold said that he was tired of waiting for the city to fix the pothole in his neighborhood in Los Angeles, so... He grabbed a shovel and did it himself. And in his tweet, he said that uh, it's better not to complain about a problem, just get out there and fix it. You He's know, right. before that, he, he said, get to the chopper. And they <laughs> just flew over it, so they didn't have to drive over it. But then, once they fixed it, you know, he said, I'll be back. So no Pick worries. Up <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Any others you'd like to do? No, 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 no. Right? Okay. That's good. We three, can move on to the next enough. story. Yeah. All right. From one action star to another, Sylvester Stallone is dishing out fatherly advice in a new reality show. It's called The Family Stallone, and it debuts on Paramount Plus next month. Sly takes fans into his home with his wife and their three daughters, Sophia, Sistine, and Scarlett. Sylvester Stallone, 76 years old, played a lot of legendary roles over the years, but now we get to see him as dad. Yeah. And yeah, he's not spending time with his family. He's having lunch with his pals like Al Pacino and Dolph Lundgren. And yeah, don't need a script. This, this just writes itself right here, this oh, show. Cool. Sly and yeah. the family Stallone. Father of You three. are on this right? morning, Jeff. Well, My goodness. Know, I, I got up early. Yeah. So. That's his excuse. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy Renner is back in the public eye. The actor made an appearance at the premiere of his new show, Renovations, last night in L.A. It's his first event he's attended since he was seriously injured in that snowplow accident on New Year's Eve. He used a knee scooter to help him get around at the premiere. Renovations combines his passion for helping others with his love for repurposing vehicles. And it debuts today on Disney+. Chapel Hill Business is celebrating 100 years today and offering a gift to its customers. Sutton's Drug Store has served the community since 1923. Today, they will offer their first 100 customers a free birthday t-shirt. And there are also hot dogs for a buck. One dollar deal runs from 11 to 2 today. Bell schedule changes could be on the way for Wake County schools. Coming up, the new survey results that are in that show what parents, students, and staff want to see. Plus, what we're learning from Rocky Mount Police about an overnight shooting. 
And our skies are clear this morning, giving us this really cool live look at the quarter moon. It's not full again until May the 6th, but we're going to end up with some cloudy skies as we get into the weekend and a chance of some showers. I'll show you the timeline coming up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.